0: Hello, welcome back to another Tabletop Talk here on FTA. We have Christopher Paulini back. Christopher, how are you doing today? I'm doing
1: pretty well. Thanks for having me back.
0: Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Today is a super, um, it'll be super short probably um, comparatively to our other talks. We just, uh, as the announcement has been released that they are making an adaptation of the Aragon series into a TV series, uh, we just have a couple questions for you. Um, The first thing is, I always want to know this. Do you guys have a list of actors and actresses that you guys are going to be able to, or that who have auditioned, or that you're looking for that you hope auditions for your series? Uh, We're not at that stage yet. Okay. Uh, But
1: there are names that I have in mind, and there are probably names that um, uh, the folks that I'm working with uh, have in mind, but uh, we're just not
2: quite at that stage yet.
0: Sounds good. I'm going to let you have the next question.
2: So um, and also just as an inherent congratulations, this is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. And um well, no, in particular
1: I, as I said in my press release that this this was a long time coming and took a lot of work to get to this point, but it's just the beginning of what now is the real work.
2: Awesome. And um a lot of our just the general community that has loved the Aragon series brilliant than the inheritance cycle is absolutely stoked to, uh, <laughs> to to have the news of this. Um, so, do you mind telling us about the writing process? Just in terms of, uh, you had that experience with the writing process of the, uh, the screenplay for the movie. You had, obviously, um, the four books of The Inheritance Cycle. How's that process been for this actual uh, series coming up?
1: Well, I mean, I didn't do any writing for the Aragon film uh, that was made. That was entirely, uh, well... The the bulk of the work was done by a screenwriter by the name of Peter Bushman, um, and he actually reached out to me, talked with me over the course of um, the time when he was writing that first draft, uh, or even his second draft, and my understanding is that his first draft was actually pretty faithful to the book, and then... Uh, Other input, you know, studio notes, uh, other people were involved in the process and it just kept pushing it, you know, further and further in different directions. So uh, this will not be that sort of process because uh, I'm going to actually be co-writing the Aragon television series. Uh I have some screenwriting experience. I am no by no means an expert in that field, which is why I will be co-writing the show. <laughs> um and they're going well, we're you know, again, I can't tell you too much of what's going on behind the scenes, but the showrunner that we get, uh whomever that is, will be someone with the experience that I don't have in in um uh in this field. And of course the co showrunner the, the showrunner so for for those who don't know what that means, um, a showrunner, I mean, it's basically what the title entails. You know, they're the person who um, kind of manages everything behind the scenes for a large television show. And they, that doesn't mean they direct episodes. It also doesn't mean they won't direct episodes. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Uh, but it will mean that they're in charge of a lot of logistics, a lot of hiring decisions, a lot of... Um, a lot of the writing. Uh they usually are running the writers room uh and and making that happen along with everything else they do. So in one ha- in one hand it's almost like a producing job and it's also a writing job and it, it's an incredibly important job. And so showrunners are to television what directors are to film, you know, they have a lot of power and sway and they're the ones who really make it happen. So Hopefully, we will be getting someone incredibly talented with a lot of experience and a good vision for the story that coincides with my vision for the story, and we'll be making that happen together. Uh, And then, as as far as the writing goes, as I said, I have um, some screenwriting experience. Uh, I've also been working, we've talked about this a little bit, on the scripts for um, the adaptation of To Sleep in a Sea of Stars. And I'm really happy that I've been able to do that before going on to Aragon, because it means that... I'm not starting from ground zero with, uh, or, or I'm not rusty with my script writing skills. So coming into it with some, uh, some more, uh, some more experience on that, which is going to be very helpful because, you know, this is going to be a hopefully big budget television show and there's a lot at stake with it. So it needs to be, uh, the highest quality from top to bottom.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank of you. Course. you got, got another one.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, As you're writing, as you're thinking about writing and kind of going forward again, this is too much information to disclose right now. We understand. Are there any scenes that you're definitely like, yes, that has to be in here or scenes that you're like, no, I don't even want to even think about having that scene in here. Well,
1: I mean, I think we're too early in the process to really say some of that. And and even if I knew I might not want to specifically single stuff out of course. at the moment, but I, I I can say this that you know television needs a lot more contact content than film. You know, you think about the amount of time a show, uh, one season of a show has versus a single film, right? You know, you might have two two and a half hours for a film. I mean, that's what two episodes of a television show, if that. Right. Depending on the length, so we're gonna have a lot more opportunity to show the things that fans really want to see from. The books, uh, and I say books with the intention that we'll have more than one season, hopefully. Uh, but especially, even just in the first book, there's a lot that, if you're doing a film, even if you're doing a faithful film, you just have to cut. You just have to cut because it's it's too much. So I'm really hopeful that we will get to see all the cool stuff. You know, we'll get to see the Bjorn Mountains, we'll get to see Farthendor we'll get to see, uh, you know, the escape from Gilead, and and all the, all this stuff. None of that matters without the character moments, of course, and, and the characters and their journey has to be right. So that that's where you start, and then the cool stuff <laughs> grows out of that and fits around that, but the character stuff has to be right. Um, I think that I- in later books, there's so much material, there will probably be more changes than you would have in the first book, the first book's shorter. Uh, Brissinger and Inheritance, especially, are substantial books. um, And there would be a lot more choice at that point of what gets included and what doesn't. And again, you know, it may be the case where you take one of the books and you split it into two seasons. But that we should be so lucky. Let's put it that way. So it's really going to depend on, um, you know, whether or not the first uh season gets off the ground the way we hope it does, and gets the response we does and the, we, it, the response we hope for and then then we can start thinking about those things, but we will be thinking about those things in the writing, you know we'll lay the groundwork, we will take everything into consideration so that as just a completely random example that has nothing to do with reality, one doesn't kill the razak in the first season uh <laughs> when you need them for future seasons
0: fair enough, yep. fair enough,
2: yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I've got one more. Uh, just so we don't take up too much of your time. Uh, in terms of the actual, in terms of the actual writing and your previous experience with screenwriting and anything that you you talked about having that prior experience so that you're not rusty. Um, what major differences stand out to you in terms of between writing a book or like a narrative in the form of a uh, like a novel or a book versus right. a screenplay? I mean, I mean, there are there are there are a lot of differences.
1: Uh, one of the big ones is that, and this is going to sound like I'm dissing books, but I'm not, uh, is that is that people are much less willing to endure having their time wasted when they're sitting and watching a television show or a film, because you can tell very easily when the script and the filmmakers or television makers are just kind of wasting your time and things aren't going places. So if you read really good scripts. Every line does something. I mean, it's, it's really, they're, they're kind of wonders of construction. Uh, they're, they're just like these, these, these puzzles that just snap together, and every piece means something, and every line does something, which is incredibly hard to do, and it takes an enormous amount of thought and work to get to that point. Uh, so that's, that's one big difference is in that, but, but the flip side is things that take a long time in a, in a book can be depicted in a sing- in a couple of frames in in a in a in a show you know i'm describing the landscape the Bure mountains Alagasia, the spine whatever you know you just have the camera show that and bam you're done it doesn't take very long other things uh, it goes the other direction you know you might be able to write a conversation in a book that's fairly quick to read or summarize but to actually show the characters talking about that topic might take longer. The biggest difference of course and this is, you know, the oldest one and it's the it's the one everyone points to uh is that film and television is an external media and literature is an internal media, meaning with books you can get inside the character's heads and you can tell the reader and show the reader how the characters feel and what they're thinking and how that affects their actions whereas in film and television all you can do is show what they do that's it i mean unless you do some really you know kind of over-the-top techniques by like you know zooming into their head and having a narration or this that or the other so that's hard because what it means is when you're adapting a book you might think oh all i have to do is write the scenes that show what happens aragon goes here he does this he says that and the other characters as well that's it, okay, and if the scenes were well paced in the book, then they'll be well paced in a television show or a film well a they won't be well paced. You'll probably have to shorten them or restructure them to work within a you know a visual medium media but uh but the big thing is that without the context of those internal thoughts, those actions end up feeling. Very flat or or lacking context, and so one of the big challenges of an adaptation, and this is why you see some of the changes you see in adaptations, is to say, this is what's going on inside the character's head. Now, how the hell do I show it? And sometimes it's through dialogue, and some and that, and that actually can lead to sometimes you get very obvious dialogue between characters where they're saying, "This is how I feel." Yes, that that is how you feel. Um, which sometimes works a lot of times it can feel clunky um the more elegant solution is to find actions for the characters uh, i'll i'll pick a cliched example here a uh, a character's feeling sad so they cry or they walk morosely through their living room and you know slightly
2: move
1: the the picture of their dead spouse on the mantelpiece right you know whereas in a book you just might be Again describing their emotions inside and and all of that that's the big challenge and and that I think is where you can expect to see the greatest changes in, in the adaptation is finding ways to show what's going on inside Aragon Sephira, mertag Arya, Roran um, as well as you know any pacing considerations
2: all right thank you that yes there's a, quite a lot that makes a lot of sense. <laughs>
0: Man, if you, if anyone out there wants to screenwrite, clearly, even though not an expert yet, he's going to co-write it. He has some tips for you already. So just (laughs) like as when you're writing a book. Um, Well,
1: the trick with anything is you learn through doing, um, and reading. And I'm very much looking forward to this because I'm going to be working with people who, you know, have been doing this for, Quite, like, quite possibly 10, 20 years, and written hundreds of successful scripts of their own. I'm viewing this as an enormous learning opportunity for myself. Um, but that's simply on the script writing side. I also have my, um, my other role, which is as the author of the books. And in that role, you know, my job is to try to preserve you know what makes these stories work and what makes these characters work so that when you guys and and our listeners and everyone else out there watches the show you you feel what you felt from the books and maybe more you know maybe it'll do more um maybe it'll be do do some new things too that you enjoy but ultimately you know I think I think most people most reasonable people will acknowledge you know certain changes happen with adaptations okay but when When those changes violate the spirit of the material, or or diverge from it so much that it's not giving you what you want from the story and not doing what the story is supposed to do, that's that's when the problem, that's when the problems arise. So, uh, I'm I'm have that very clearly in my head, and of course, past experience taught that lesson also. So, hopefully, uh, we're gonna have an awesome, awesome experience with this.
0: Well, with you on it and being able to, you know, look at the vision that you want and talk to someone who understands how to make a film and all that jazz, I believe it'll be great. Um,
1: Yeah, and, and I think we have a good chance of getting a lot of people onto this project who really care about the subject material because, you know, folks who folks who grew up reading the series are now working in Hollywood Uh, some of the guys who did the concept art that I commissioned for To Sleep in a Sea of Stars uh, which people can see on fractalverse.net a lot of those artists, I mean they're working on know, they're working on Thor you know, Love and Thunder, they're working on Black Panther they're working on, I mean seriously, these guys are working on um, all of these huge projects and they're huge fans of Aragon, you know, they grew up reading Aragon that's awesome Stuff like that, you know, So I, there are people in the industry who love the who love this property, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to collect them, get some big names, and um, and then see what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, as a question, I think I don't know if Armin has another one, but as my last question, uh, as we're already here, you know, we have the announcement that there is going to be the adaptation and everything. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else as us, as listeners, as uh the readers that we can do to help? Make your make this transition or make this even better or bigger for you at all,
1: yeah uh just keep showing your enthusiasm in social media. uh I'm gearing up to do have more of a presence on social media. It's something that I need to do better at Because um, uh even though it's not writing, it seems to be a large part of uh what it means to be a writer and a public personality these days. uh but that said, you know, just keep showing your love and enthusiasm for the property uh online. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know, Disney pays attention to this. And uh, I said this in my um, public announcement after the news leaked uh, that, and this is true, this would not have happened without the tweet storms that the fandom organized. So for that, I am enormously grateful. I mean, it might very well have happened, but it, I don't think it would have happened quite so soon. So that push from the fans really, really helped and, uh, you know, from me to you and, and to everyone listening, a huge thank you. So my job now is to try to take that enthusiasm and represent it well in Hollywood and help people who are coming onto this project to understand the depth of love and enthusiasm that fans have for this sh- series and then try to translate in that into an awesome show.
0: Awesome. Armin, anything uh, that you want want to add or ask?
2: No, that's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, thank you for sharing your time with us. We really appreciate you having having you back on to uh, promote this new series. My
1: pleasure. And, uh, so, so I have no more news at the moment because things are all hush hush. At of the, course, uh, of course. With with current developments, I think the the next news you will probably hear is when we get a showrunner, uh, because that'll be announced publicly. I would have, I would assume. Um, and then things will probably go radio silent for a little bit at that point because we will be deep in development and getting all the pieces into place and uh if if all goes well and if uh scripts are written that everyone likes then there will be more news at that point
0: Uh, That is actually a question I actually do have. I just kind of came to my mind as you're, you know, once that stage comes to play, comes into play in your life, are you going to be taking a step back from your actual writing? And so you can kind of involve yourself a little bit deeper and put a little bit more time and effort into the screenwriting, or will you still be on the same track as you have been in terms of, uh, writing the books that you're planning to have come out in the next few years.
1: It's just going to depend on how much sleep I get. Uh There, okay. are only, there, there's, there are only so many hours in the day, and I know. Twenty four to be exact. At twenty four, yeah. It sometimes it seems like less, sometimes it seems like more. Um, I know that Rick Riordan, Reardon, I never remember how to say his last name, which is bad of me. Um, I'm very bad at names, but um, I know that Rick has been heavily involved in the Percy Jackson show. And has committed a large amount of time and effort to that. And uh, I'm currently gauging, you know, what my level of involvement is going to be. Because also, I live in Montana. And um, for some of this, I'm going to probably have to be in L.A. And, you know, I have a young family. I have a young kid. I have a family. So that, that plays into the calculation also of where I need to be spending my time. I will say this, which is, this adaptation is incredibly important to me you know it, we've all been waiting for it you know the fandom me uh and if this doesn't work i don't think we'll get another shot at this uh anytime soon you know I, i'm not, not i'm not going to i'm not going to say it'll never happen again because life is long but i think we'd have to wait a very long time i mean i might be 30 40 years before someone takes another whack at it so right. uh i think it has to be done right it has to be done as well as we can and To that end, I'm willing to commit quite a lot of time and energy. But um, I've been very – it has really meant a lot to me that I have been able to write and produce quite a lot in the past few years, um, ever since I sort of got a win behind my back with um, revising and rewriting To Sleep in a Sea of Stars, which was in end of 2017. And then basically starting 2018, I've just been a writing machine for quite a while now. And because of that, we've gotten Witch Worm, To Sleep in a Sea of Stars, Unity, uh, which actually my team and I are going to be uh, releasing a print version of Unity this year, uh, hopefully for the holiday season. It's going to be a beautiful art book. Uh, interactive story. I mean, the text will be fairly much the same as what's available for free on uh, fractalverse.net, but it's going to be full-color art all throughout. We've commissioned new art. Uh, it, it's. I mean, look, I don't expect it to sell millions of copies in the slightest. I think it'll be a more of a niche interest for fans, but I'm very proud of the product we've done, and uh, it's a lot of fun to work on. So that's coming out. I've written multiple, multiple scripts over the past three years here. Um, and as I mentioned, I have two books coming out next year. So I really would like to keep more bo- keep writing and have more books coming out. Um, I don't know if I can... I was hoping to do one a year, and then they pushed one of the books to next year. That wasn't my fault. Um, so I don't know if I can promise a book a year, uh, but uh, I'd like to stick fairly close to something like that for the next couple of years. Because I... I got so slowed down with "To Sleep in a Sea of Stars," and I have all these other stories I want to write. Um, but that said, you know, if I'm having to work on all these scripts for Aragon, uh, even if I'm not writing all of them myself, there's a huge amount of work there. So uh, it's just it's just going to be a balancing act, and I'll I'll try to keep everyone up to date uh, with with how that goes. Uh, and of course, if the uh, "To Sleep in a Sea of Stars," if that adaptation gets off the ground, which we, we might be moving in that direction at this point. I really don't know how I'm gonna be sleeping.
0: Coffee will be your best friend if it's not already.
1: <laughs> so it's all good stuff. Um my main goal is just to get as much content out for folks to read. And uh I'm very happy with the new the new books also. I'm deep in editing at the moment, so edited one, uh about 20, thirty pages into the other, so I've got a ways to go on the other one um the sci fi book is going to have if you count the star map, it's gonna be one two three, four five yeah six six pieces of art in it, which i'm all did myself, and I'm very happy with how they turned out so um, yeah, can't cool wait stuff cool can't stuff. wait awesome. absolutely awesome. Uh, And I have, and there's some other stuff that hasn't been announced that is also in the works, but that's how it always goes. You know, it doesn't get announced, doesn't get announced. We try to develop it to a point where we can talk about it and then boom, it gets announced.
0: Nice. Nice. Again, we don't want to keep you for your time. We appreciate always you being able to jump on. Armin, is there anything else you'd like to say?
2: No, just thank you so much for joining us, telling us about your projects. And as always, uh, this community that you've built just with your stories, fully supports you and gets your schedule and how busy you are and how much you want to be telling me and we cannot express our appreciation.
1: enough. Well, again, huge. Thank you from me to, from me to the fans because uh, their support has made this possible. And, uh, you know, I am so excited. I I am so Ah, ah, excited ah. for this. I don't, I mean, I'm doing a lot of sober talk here and trying to be all, all reasonable, but look, there is a, there is a 14 year old kid, inside of me who is jumping up and down and just screaming with with glee. Uh and 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 also I think I think we have a shot here depending how the adaptation goes of making something that really stands out from a lot of the other fantasy sh- fantasy shows out there. Uh, not just with subject material but just even visually, you know, if the dragons are depicted uh faithfully to how they're described in the books, we're going to have something that's never been seen before in a fantasy show. And same for a lot of the locations. Um, you know, the elves, the dwarves, the way I have them in mind, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be unique and still true to the books. So
2: yeah.
0: It's can't it's, wait. We can't it's wait. It's exciting. And oh, yeah. and
1: you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to be sober about it because adaptations are difficult and there's a lot that it, let me be very clear. There is a lot that's out of my control. You know, this is going to be a Disney show. This is I didn't say this in my statement, um, And I should clarify, this is going to be a live-action show. This is not animated. Uh, This is going to be live-action, unless something changes along the way. But at the moment, the plans are live-action. And, yeah, I'm not the showrunner. I'm not going (laughs) to direct the episodes, at least not yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, so there's a lot that's out of my control. But I trust the people I'm working with. Everyone has the best intentions, so you know, fingers crossed, full speed ahead
0: Sounds great, sounds great Is there anything else you'd like to say to uh, the fans before we jump off here?
1: Just again, big thank you uh, I, I hope everyone's going to enjoy my these, these upcoming books and, uh, you know as the elves would say Atra, atra sterni on Lights, Lights
0: the Aligazium. Produced by Chip and are hosted by Chip and are created by Chip and are edited by Chip. Music is by Oscar Parvez. Website is by Chip. Illustrations are by Bertie Taylor. Thank you for listening have a great day.